There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. And I we have to talk about something. You have something to spring up on me. I almost crashed my car when I was coming here because I realized something happened, or rather did not happen oh, no. during our culture catch-up episode. Bitch, we did not mention cats. We we didn't talk about it. I didn't damn see it. And for that was the piece of culture where everyone was attacking us, attacking us online and saying, how dare you not be recording episodes when cats is happening? I literally was like, how did we miss it? It was monumental. Well, I feel like it wasn't even bad enough for us to like talk about in some ironic way though. And I and I had to preserve my whole relationship with cats that I've maintained for my whole life, which is that I've never seen it, will never see it. Um will choose Have you not seen the movie? No, and but I that know, is so I, know every, stupid. I know everything about it, but I, I will never see it. Any incarnation. How, you know everything about it? A lot. What's can you sing a little bit of beautiful ghosts for us, please? No, well that's that's not real. That's not canon. That's Taylor. Are you <laughs> that's Taylor and Andrew Lloyd Webber. And Miss Webber. And Miss Webber. Taylor Webber. Taylor Webber. Okay, um, what do you want to talk about with cats? I, I just, Bowen, you're being like, you're what? being like rude. Oh my God. Because you're actually being really rude. Okay, what do you because want to talk Because literally it's rude that we talk about cats all the time and then I say, oh my God, can you believe this? And you say, mm, yeah, I, I didn't even care. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shoot your enthusiasm down. I, I accept your apology. Okay, so what do you, well, let's talk about it. What well, are, the, you, you went to see it very stoned. Judy Dench had her human hands. Yes. But none of the other cats did. Unconfirmed. 
I think the other cats had their hands. Well, I'll <laughs> say Judy Dench had hands. It was like it was like it was like they said on set before they got that shot. And definitely show your hands because they're gonna be animated. Because she's like this, the sure. whole time, holding her hands basically in front of her face, just like singing. They went up to Judy. They were like, "Judy, can we put the the motion the mocap balls on your hands?" And she was like, "Absolutely not." Yeah. Um, and in fact, I will be placing them at my at my, my own decolletage level yeah, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. show everyone that I would have no part of the, the <laughs> digital been, fur technology. It would have been fine, I feel, if she had not had her wedding ring on. Because then had once a ring you on? see the, yes, because then once you see the wedding ring, you're like, okay, so where's the cat's husband? So like, what so happened? Funny. How long have they been together? Because the cat then has a history that we want to know about because she is the most exciting character, yes. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. We all remember her name. Old Deuteronomy. Old Deut- I actually no, didn't until not- it came out. No, it did. She played Old Dude. Oh, yeah, she's Old Dude. I- the first woman Old Dude. The first. <laughs> first. And there had never been another. Woman Old Dude. I think it's crazy that females. the Academy shortlisted cats for special effects or whatever that, that, that category is, even though it was an unfinished well, it didn't spe- short, short special effects them. movie. I know. It, yes, that's true. What do we think of? Oh, we talked about Best Original Song uh, in the Culture Catch-Up episode. Beautiful Ghost, do you feel like it was snubbed? I would say that um, it's hard because Beautiful Ghost is not a good song, but nothing that was performed at the Oscars was. was. So then you get to the thing of like, well, you got you want to at least see Taylor on stage doing and that Beautiful was, Ghost. That was Taylor's bid to be on that st- on the Dolby Theater stage. But she'll have more bids, many more bids. She will. She will. What do you think? I don't what do you think, think is we'll next ever... for her in, in terms of film, in terms of musicals? In terms of film, what do I think is next for I Taylor think Swift? Do, uh, well, The Giver Two. The Giver Two. They'll do a sh- they'll do a show. Chicago reboot next yeah. spring. I'm she, sure she's gonna play Hillary um, in the film about Hillary's life. Yes, it's it's gonna actually be about the. It's gonna be about. It's gonna be called Hill and Bill, and it's actually a romantic comedy about um, a young serious student named Hillary Rodham, who was one day swept actually right off her feet <laughs> when she met an amazing next president. At, whose name was Bill. His name was Bill Clinton. Actually, at, and what school did they meet at? And they met at Arkansas State. <laughs> That's where they, because that's where Bill and Hillary both went. That's true. And, you know, the film takes a little bit of liberties. Like, she's platinum blonde in the film. And um, he's got, like, very big muscles. Because Taylor actually plays Hillary. And Scott Eastwood plays Bill. And Scott Eastwood plays Bill. Because they said, let's get the most talented actor. Let's let's reunite them from on the stream. Yeah, right. Um, and they said we, we have to get the best actors for this. Hill and Bill, we got to make it. And you know, Someone you know the classic scene from the trailer. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's quote it. Yeah. I feel like this conversation is just starting. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like you you get you get get those jowls up, girl. My what? You're pretty behind those jowls. Let me grab let me grab those, those boobs. <laughs> My jowls? Yes. And see. <laughs> Wow, he wasn't kind to her from the beginning, we find out That's, in the film. And you know what? She should have left him. It's a rom-com. <laughs> People make jokes about how it's it's playful ribbing about how the other person's ugly. That's what rom-coms are. I can't believe they picked that scene for the trailer. <laughs> That's crazy. That that's that's crazy. That's like I said, the most famous scene from the trailer. It is the most famous scene from the trailer. Now, readers, <sighs> people who can Photoshop the poster, please do it. Hill and Bill. Because there's also a scene later of her at the DNC, and she says, <laughs> "Women." Yes. And the glass ceiling. Breaks. Our guest has her balm on her on her mouth. Here's the deal with our guest, and there is a deal. 
Oh, there's every deal. <laughs> we were just saying off the air that there has been years yes. of scheduling mishaps. This actually is in the industry of Hollywood. Um, it's something that people talk about. Yes. And how they haven't been able to get the scheduling together for it's, this yeah. today. I think they call it development hell. Yeah. This this episode has been in development hell, but so happy. And I can clap both my hands together like this. So happy <laughs> that um, we could finally develop. Yes. What should have been developed many years ago. Absolutely. But unfortunately, it was then in hell. But I actually think that this is coming right on time. Oh, yeah. Because it's... You know, because it's always Christmas. Right on time. <laughs> because it's Christmas. No, it's literally um what when is this coming out? March. It's mid March. It's mid March. But um let's... I'm 30 on this episode. Oh my god. That's cool. I'm not 30 now recording, but I will be 30 when this comes when out. When this comes out, you'll be 30. Everyone wish Matt a happy 30th. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. But our guest. <laughs> our guest. I love our guest with a purity and a passion. You, Truly you would diagnose yourself as loving her with a purity. With a purity, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I, 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 I could cry. I, I, I could can, cry, uh, and but you won't. But I won't. And this, uh, this is. I'm looking at you. I'm looking you're not at gonna you. cry. Not, you're not gonna cry. She, she truly is the best. Um, yeah. Emmy nominated. <laughs> Honey, never forget. Never forget. And it's about the prizes. And it's about the prizes. That's what she actually said that. Um, when I first met her, I was like, "Hey!" hey. And she was like, "It look unless you can help me get ahead. It's I'm I'm in this for an Emmy." It's about. And I was the like, prizes. "Oh my god! Uh, okay, of course." Uh, I was like, "Let me." Uh, Matt, by the way, and she was like, "This is this what?" And she said, "Whatever you say to me right now doesn't matter." Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds like her. Yeah, that sounds just like her. No, just kidding. She was really nice when we met. She's an angel of <laughs> angels. She um is. Uh, Starring in season two of Shrill. Hun. Please watch it on Hulu. And one of the other shows that she's on is Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. which is a variety sketch program yes. that's broadcast live from New York. Yes. Almost every Saturday night. It Almost? Like some, some breaks. 21 weeks out of the year? Yeah. It's been going on for, going on for upwards of 30 seasons. Yes. It's over 30, the over number. Over 30. Yeah. Um, of seasons that it is. I can't wait for this. Mm -mm. I'm so so excited. Exploding. I'm exploding. <laughs> I love exploding. her so much. Everyone welcome into your ears. Amy Bryant! <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm such a listener to the pod. No, don't listen. That, don't. No, stop. That to be here and like actually sit through the intro, which I have like listened to so many others sit through before, was just how I imagined it would was be. It? Oh, scary, was it chaotic and, and terrifying? Yeah, chaotic. you know it's oh, it's always a little ride. I loved it, and we do land, we do land, we land, we stick it in the warmth of a guest. I also like you guys like do a good job of straddling like the credits, uh -huh. but yeah. also kind of like the human element. Oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, it's like, what we want to get across is our guest is talented, sure. but yes. our guest is a human being too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, it's really important to get across because a lot of these people, they think stars, they put them on a pedestal. They put them on a pedestal. Yeah. 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 Of it's, course. It's one of the, because you see them all dressed up and you see them all dolled up on TV and you think, I bet that person is really, has it all. And I did full hair and makeup for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You, thank God. Thank you for you're this. You're contoured. Because yeah. she knows podcasts yeah. are a visual medium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Now, AD, did I say something in the Hill and Bill trailer that made, that made you specifically put your hand over your mouth? I think it was the jowls. I was like, holy shit. Like, it's that's Bill. tough. But yeah, I think also 
that it was like you guys were like it's a rom-com but then he starts with the jowls and i assume it ends with him like fucking a 13 year old yes! jeffy epstein I think like that's I, what it is yeah i think that honestly i, think... uh, I didn't know this but this rom-com is a lot darker than we thought <laughs> it's about how in every interaction they've had he insults her he insults yeah. her and but then jeffrey epstein played by me? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Amy Bryant. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sorry. I messed up. Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey auditioned and was cast. Was cast. And then Amy just called and said she wanted to do it and they cast her. And they her. cast her. Oh, Absolutely. And they were like, she'd be a better Epstein. Oh. I was also shocked by like, Bowen, you have a good Clinton. Yeah, but, well, like that was a rock hard Clinton. No, it was really that was a rock hard erect Clinton. No, no, don't even. Well, that's actually <laughs> actually run runner for title of Ep is going to be rock, rock hard Clinton. Clinton. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> it actually, and it's actually not not up to me. It's actually our producer, um, Anna. She said she just piped into my ear. Oh, piped in. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I actually have a permanent chip put in my ear where I can have producers at any time talk to me. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh now, Aidy, what is your vibe in LA? Because I, this is, I'm seeing you in a different setting, and I really, I'm picking up on a different energy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've been waiting for this question Please. from anyone yeah. for a week. What's your LA vibe? Yes. <laughs> I think that my LA vibe is like pretty high. Yes. Like I'm doing like a lot of like, oh, I got to get to this dispensary and that dispensary. Yes. Oh, oh, but I'm oh, oh. also like very, um, I'm I'm like cash. Yeah. I think I'm yes. pretty cash in a way that like in New York, you're going to see me in a boot. Yeah. You know? right. Not that I'm formal, but. It's a boot city. Yeah. And I feel like here, I'm like, I'm in my vans hanging yeah. 10. Or it's something. actually, right. you can wear flat shoes out here and no one yells. Yeah. Yeah. No one's like, that woman needs to be in a heel or a boot. Sure. But then the bag culture in LA is, is crazy. Because if you're walking down the street, I've said this before with a tote bag, God forbid, then mm. you get the craziest looks. Mm. And people can actually smell the foreignness on you. Mm -hmm. I see. And there's no backpack people in Los Angeles. No. Yeah. And I do definitely feel that people are clocking like, you don't belong here, you fucking bitch. Yes. Like to you? Yeah. Why? Do you think it's because you're a they think you're a fucking bitch? Or because <laughs> they they have seen you associated with New York so many times? Like I think it's I'm famously a New Yorker. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I do yeah. think it is just um it's like we wear too much black. Yeah. And like we're a little too dressed up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I go to like a friend's birthday and I'm like I look like I'm in a goddamn ball gown and I'm humiliated now. <laughs> Listen, it is, it is, you do have to adjust to the thing in LA of like, my friends will get ready for like a lunch and it is a capital A, capital L lunch. I mean, we're going to a place, mm -hmm. but we're wearing like, like truly like socks and a sandal yeah. and like mm. a big shirt and no, we didn't take do a shower so our hair is weird. You know what I mean? Like, and you can go out like that in Los Angeles. It is a thing. I think people find that charming in Los Angeles. Yes. That's true. Whereas in New York, I, yeah. I love that this is exactly where we started with the podcast. <laughs> it's like, how is LA and New York different? <laughs> well, he asked you the question. I asked you what's your, your LA vibe. vibe. Why are you laughing? That's a, an earnest question. Honey. Oh my God. It's good. It's good. We I love LA. And actually, I think to myself every damn day how happy I am that I live six minutes away from the Universal Studios Hollywood. I pass it on the way to work, and I see Hogwarts. That's perfect for you. There's no Hogwarts in New York. That's true. No. No. Were you about to say something? Hmm, was I? I don't know. 
Mm. I was just having a nice time talking about how I have two friends who have been hosts and winners at major awards. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Because it's about the prizes. (laughs) Did you write an Emmy speech when you were nominated? No, I didn't. Amy Puller gets mad when people don't do that. She says it in her book. Really? She says, I always feel like it's crazy when people don't write a speech. I remember that was the only part of Yes, Please, where I was like, I just like no way am I gonna win. <laughs> but and that's but you could have been the Anne Dowd that night. Wow. To be but I wasn't. To be the Anne Dowd. <laughs> I don't know. I I I mean, God bless the Emmys. It means everything to everyone everywhere. But like I kind of and I know that like this show is often about talking about who is nominated yes. and whatever. But like I do find it to be like absolutely toxic. It's a horror. And like it's a horror. A hellish thing. And yeah. um yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I, I don't know. I was just talking about this with someone the other day where, like, sometimes if you look back at, like, past winners, you're like, oh, this is Not darkly real. meaningless. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. You know? I don't know. Darkly meaningless. I, I'm, like, literally, sometimes I will hear, like, when you did um, Andy Cohen and <gasps> he asked what you thought about something someone did, you said three words, which were, like, so, just your grasp of vocabulary. Oh, Sometimes I am truly blown away. You have a way with words. Ah. You just said, I want this on paper. <laughs> I do find it to be an absolutely, and then I honestly stopped because we because I needed to pick, but what did you just, you just, the way you just described, horror, horror-filled, hellish, toxic and hellish. Toxic That's what you said. I, I do find it to be an absolutely toxic and hellish thing. Imagine that pull quote. Oh. Glamour. Darkly... <laughs> Darkly meaningless. Ad Bryant on the Emmy Awards. Wow, I now, do find it no, to be. Don't do this. Do not do this to me, Matt. Do not. Don't. Hulu and NBC will have my head. It means everything, everything. to she me. She said that. She said that I, in the same pull quote. It's amazing. This woman is all over the world. I am nothing without the industry. I need it. If I they value this. me, I'm better as a person. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, God. They make me sick. The industry? The, yes. I think. <laughs> That's what I The industry. No, I they just, make me sick. I do think it's like absolutely dangerous to. Yes, well, well yes. first, I'll say this. Fame is a disease. Yes. Yeah, for that sure. That is killing anyone <laughs> who experiences it. Okay? Yeah. People who don't even experience it, it's killing. That's right. And I've maybe never identified more with anyone than Britney Spears in the moment when she like shaved her head. Yes. yes. Matt. Like I often, through the smallest things, I'm like, that's it. Yep. Get I'm the clippers. <laughs> Bye, fuckers. <laughs> I'm going to the woods. I can't do this anymore. Oh my God. But oh my God. At the no, same time, don't. it's like you can't disengage. Take, yes. It's like if I, I don't know, if I engaged too deeply with like, the the women of the year or the glamour or yes. the any or any website or any girl boss award yes. goes to it's like i can't, it it it's a dark thing to chase i think it's why it's why it's why i was thinking wah-ham. about wahim the wah-ham. whole time it's a lot of wahim yeah I, i'm a little biased it's my favorite episode of season 2 of shrill Written by one and only Soupy Green. The Soupy, Soupy, Green, Soupy herself. Host, starring Matt Rogers. Starring, of course. Come on. I was the lead. Lead? Lead, Can I Matt Rogers? Wait, I, came out, I, I realized something before. And Matt has a huge onset energy, I gotta say. <laughs> yes, tell me about this day, because I only heard bits and pieces of it. Well, it was two days. Oh! 
they they called me a hard recurring. Actually, when you look Excuse at when when, me, when you what? look when you look at the credits, it says also starring guest star. Mine said hard, hard recurring, hard recurring, hard recur. Matt Rogers. That's no, they your didn't, but... refers to your rock hard. Ah, rock hard Clinton, my rock, <laughs> rock hard, hard Clinton. Clinton. I am going to start calling my penis my Clinton, and oh, that's no. actually up to you how you feel. It's none of my business, you know how you feel. This is oh a crazy God. episode. So, <laughs> but I just want to say I did come in a little hot because, like I said, Sudi and I were at Universal Studios Hollywood, and we did talk about the darkness of fame on the way in. Wow! Yes, we were talking about Lindsay Lohan and saying, "You want to know what? It's because she wasn't surrounded by good people." So that was what we said as we were like scanning our tickets to go on the Transformers ride. Okay? I said this to you yesterday. I was like, my theory is that Lindsay, I, I, that Lindsay was not surrounded by good gays specifically. Uh, she had bad gays. You said this, and then today we were talking about how. So that okay, quickly this, and then I want to say the thing I found out on the set of Shrill. Oh my God, he's got he's and doing I, so much like paper and pen work. You more guys don't than even I've know. Ever, this is our first time with notepad. I've literally never once used a notepad. I'm actively using it this episode. I know, and it every time I'm like, okay, something big's going on. Something big's coming. So Sudi and I were saying that when you, when you're in any way involved in entertainment and like the famousness aspect of it becomes a thing like you really have to ask yourself why you're doing it yeah and i th- i think like people who don't know why end up getting taken advantage of by the media because they like want to do more and more and yeah. they'll just play mm. ball and they'll keep playing ball and they'll keep going. It's yeah. like, we see it happening now. It's like people just can't stop getting attention and that's how they get themselves into holes sometimes Ooh. and they get fucked up. But there's people who I think tell the industry, this is why I think people like Pink and Kelly Clarkson and music are like, have longevity because they say, just so you guys know, I don't need this. Yeah. And they have that energy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Someone like Lindsay Lohan, like I don't think ever knew why she wanted to be famous. She never examined Yo, that in herself. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and she never found out like why it was that she was doing it. Was it her parents? Yeah. Was it something with her? Was it something mm-hmm. that was it like she an needed artistic to expression? Exactly. Sure. Was yes. it about the art ever? And I think that because you're too young and don't know enough to like figure that out or activate that in your life or do something about it you get fucked up by the industry because Oof. they'll keep taking from you. Absolutely. And and I just feel like people that, you know, maybe they haven't been super famous so they've had the time to ruminate on it or like they just always, they got famous later. Like people like, I'll say it again, like because we saw Kelly's p- pillboards everywhere at Universal yes. Studios Hollywood. And I was oh. like, she's huge now. Yeah. And we, I was like, it's, I think it's because she always was like, I can take or leave it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's just something... I was talking about with Sudi today on the topic of darkness of fame, yeah, which pertains to this pertains to this episode. Which pertains yeah. to this. That's what this episode is about. It, it actually is. pertains to it. Pertains. It pertains. Tell me about these two days of shooting. Yeah, Matt, I would love to hear like My take. your take because you know I'm absolutely everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Eddie so- was actually editing a script while she was shooting that episode, <laughs> that and it is, is no joke. She is truly crazy how hard she works. That's sweet. The Thank the, you. the best there is. Okay. And um, Sudi always says all the time, it's like she's inspired by you and how hard you mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Sudi's an angel in my life. And an angel in each one of our and lives. And also was truly my entry point to you two. Oh. Like where long before I met Bowen, I like was listening to Last Culturistas. <gasps> that and is now cuckoo. all uh, the friends are here. The friends we're are un- here. And we're at the table. And I can say that after working with AD on the program Shrill, <laughs> I actually did have a bone to pick because oh. I was cast in, in, this, in the series. 
Oh. I had a actually uh, pivotal role yes. in the uh, episode of Waham, which was written by Sudi, as we said. Yes. Now, the character. Oh. oh. He did not have a name. A name. His sure. name was Handler. Yes. So I said to myself, I would like to give him a name. Chelsea. Very close, Bellin. Okay. You're a sister to me. Yes. Literally sister mm. life. Literally sister Literally life. Literally sister life. Hashtag. At the end. At the end. <laughs> At the end of the words. Now, I said to myself, I'm doing a backstory for the character oh. of, of Handler. He is Chelsea Handler's cousin. Wow. And he met Vanessa's character, who I work for, in, yeah. in the film, Shrill. In the, episode, the film, the Shrill, episode film. of course. The, it's, uh, every episode is film, yeah. I think. I agree, and yes. I want an Oscar badly. Yes. yes. And actually, Oscars can go to TV shows now. That's Mar- true. Marriage Story. That's true. Um... <laughs> I think that they met at a white woman event that Chelsea Handler was at, and she said, "You should meet my, you should meet my cousin." Yeah, and that's how he got the that's job. Great. So his last that. name actually is Handler, Mister Handler, Mister Handler, Handler, and his first name is, say it with me, Chastain. <laughs> yes, Chastain Handler. Chastain, Ten- not not said weird as Chastain. No, actually spelt like Jessica Chastain's yeah. last name. Wow. Uh, I no relation. That's really nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that's actually, th- that was who I was on set. You weren't actually interacting with Matt. You were ma- interacting with Chastain and Handler. And that's how it felt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it felt. Okay, so uh, Engineer Doug is telling us to go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> and I want to hear, no, I want to hear more about this. I really do. I wasn't sure what to do there for a second, but Doug is over there behind the, the glass saying, break, break. I'm like, yes, and he, okay. And, and, he, and he's got a weapon, so and we got to go. we got to go. We'll be right back with A.D. Bryant. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found 
FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And we're back. And we're actually. back. Um, so actually, I, mean, I want to hear real, you tell me more so about fun. the day. That was so fun. Uh, I want to know details about the day. It was just very fun because it was like an absolute all-star squad mm-hmm. where like Natasha Leone was directing, yes. Vanessa Bayer also starring, and Greta and uh, Sudi mm. and and Matt. It was just like fun. so fun. Oh and my how, God. How amazing is Natasha Leone as a director? Oh my God. Like you worked with her as well. I worked with her very wow. briefly. Yeah, on Nora. On, on Nora. She, this is a table of actors. A table yeah. of actors. It actually is a table of actors. And, and we picked up on the fact that Natasha Leone, our director, had also come from acting. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, you could actually pick that you up. Could actually That's pick actually that true. Up. On yeah. set, you had a feeling. Yeah, you had a feeling like, you actually know how to talk to me. Yeah. And no one does. Oh. <laughs> And I, that's what I say every time I get to a set. I'm like, mm. no one here knows how to talk to me. Except for <laughs> Natasha. Yeah, no, finally. No, she's she's unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe for the, I can't do an impression. <laughs> I Did you just <laughs> want, try to launch into an impression of Natasha Leone here and now? <laughs> and you went, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe for this. <laughs> no. You can't. You have I to edit this out. You can't do this. I, I no, it's absolutely. We actually, no. it's in our contract with iHeartRadio. We can make no edits. We can oh, make no yeah. edits. That's it's, absolutely very bad for me. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone involved. This this episode is actually what we call a steel trap prison. Oh, yeah, steel trap internet prison. Oh my god, Welcome. hit me with the hard ones then, and I'll absolutely crumble. Okay, thoughts on um Second oh, Amendment? No, <laughs> no, no. All no. she says no. <laughs> I think, do we think it's time to ask the question? Yeah, because I don't think you can probably, unless you want to take one more crack at the Natasha Leone. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. You know, for this sake. (laughs) No. 
Maybe try. Oh what is she, Fran God. Drescher? You're so I bad. I think you need to go lower, hon. You're so bad. I don't know. I feel really <laughs> awful. Uh, what are you talking? I feel bad. We're not about talking. Myself. About We're not this. talking about this. Um, not, I, I can't bring this. This is energy. an impressions showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want to hear an impression that I do? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have one too, so we can yes. all go. Okay, 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 okay. I'm Sandy Kenyon, and this is Movie Minute. That's, That's good. good. That's really good. That's good. And here's my Ariana Grande. Hi, everybody. It's me. Yes. <laughs> That's really good. Wait, that really was like good. Mickey Mouse. Huh? Oh, my God. What are your impressions? Okay, okay. <laughs> now, you might Not I... famous ones no, that we no, all know no, from no, watching no, no, your no, sketch. No, no. Matt, fucking shut up. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Are you ready? I'm not going to say who it is because I think you'll know. Yes, yes. Okay, ready? Hey, man. <laughs> Wait, that was a bad one. Let me try it again. I think okay, I know. Wait. I think I know who that no, is. No, wait. I need to. I need to focus and actually try again. <laughs> Matt, stop. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm panicking. It is Bart Simpson. I can ah! do it better. It, that wasn't good. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sudi <laughs> tried to do a Bart today too because he went on the Simpsons ride, and I was like, shut up. Oh. I have. I think I've tried to do my Bart for Sudi, and she said it was bad. But Can I, I really tell you think the, I'm good. I, you, you actually are amazing, close. and it was really good. Um, wait, I said it was close. <laughs> you actually are amazing, and it was, it really, was really good. good. That's <laughs> my pull quote. Um, I was going to guess it was Mark Maron. Wow, it was, and that wow. hurts. Hey man. Hey, hey man. Hey man. Hey man. That was better. That was good. That was a good. That part. was better. That was a good Bart. You know, after I left my my uh, interview with Lauren, I had to go back. <laughs> Oh my, my god! That's my. You mark. better not. You better not. You better watch your ass. I've been on that podcast. She's been on the pod. Have you? Yeah. Yes. That's actually goals for me. Wow. Oh, it actually it really was like so fun. It's pretty he, cool. He's, and he's very insightful and asks great questions. I agree. I yeah. agree. You know, they, some someone said that we were the gay WTF. I think that's true. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Big time. That's fun. Um, that's actually huge. That's actually huge, and uh, we're not nearly as insightful. No, but no, you are, you, are. Are you kidding me? Here's the I, thing. I've, I've cried multiple times listening to the pod. Not from our insight. Yes, I think sometimes <laughs> when you guys deeply talk about like your friendship or growing, I'm like, damn, this is extremely real and extremely like heartfelt and true. Damn. I think that. Um, I think that it helped. That we literally thought that 0. 0.000 yeah. people would listen to it in the beginning because it set a tone and we're still able to do that. I wonder if we like sold a podcast now, like if we if it would be we would even think to like share anything real. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. You know what I mean? I have it's, a question. Oh yes. But before we ask, no, the no, no. Question, yes, okay. please. When you're writing shrill, oh. is it no? This because because talking about bringing <laughs> real life to things. Yeah. How? Because it's based on. Lindy's like work. Yeah, her book. But yes, but I would imagine that everyone's stories go into it. Yeah, totally. How many personal stories are in the show where you're like, that is so real? What? And um, you know, it's a really a mix, and it yeah. also like, you know, I I feel like the first season especially we were like a lot tighter to the book, mm-hmm. and now the second season we definitely like are a little bit looser and so yeah. there's pieces of you know it, that and that's what a writer's room is it's yeah. like you're breaking the story together and adding little pieces to build a whole thing right um but definitely i mean like in the second season there's a scene where i like barf and mm-hmm. then we like say spoiler like say i love you to each other mm-hmm. and that was like something that did happen to me like i don't mm-hmm. know i i have many like things where i'm like that's straight from from yeah. the book of my life, you yeah. know, or whatever. But but it's all, like, in an effort to tell something bigger or yeah. whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, I do think, like, 
deciding on those like emblematic details that tell something about the story is like kind of what you have to find and often it's hard to kind of pull those out of thin air and it is easier to like kind of reach back to like something in your own life and twist it up or whatever sure and then when you're when you're doing it like and like when you're like acting like the experience that you've already had is it does it does it like scramble your brain a little bit to be like I gotta like stick to like what this authentically was or Uh, you know the only time where it maybe kind of did that was in the first season the fourth episode, which is like the pool party yes. episode, Iconic. and Iconic. like, um, and doing like, I kind of had like this like long monologue mm-hmm. afterwards where I'm like kind of processing yeah. the day, yes. and like that was maybe one of the only times where I was like, <gasps> like at times just because I was like, man, I kind of haven't been to this place mm-hmm. in a long time, and like it's in very, my mind, it's, yeah, like uh, I don't talk to myself this way, like right. in or you know th- those kinds of like hateful <laughs> self thoughts. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Go there in the same in like towards my body and stuff like that. I just don't, yeah. you yeah. know. And it was kind of hard to like go to that place of like having that epiphany or something. Yeah. I don't know. This sounds very like actorly and lame, but no, it was not at like all. it was a little like freaky that day, you know. Ooh, yeah. I, and that's that's a, I've told you this. It's that's a huge 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 episode for everyone watching it because mm-hmm. there's some analog to like another aspect to anyone who's watching that's life like I like watching that episode I was like this is what bubble tea is yeah have I told you this yes. is like what like me like going to like an all Asian queer party totally. is in New York where I'm just Absolutely. like what the fuck I like I did not know this existed and then like processing it afterwards was ex- like mapped out like exactly to that episode where I was like mm-hmm. I did not know how to process it afterwards for a long time yeah, yeah. and I think sometimes even like seeing something where you're like oh my god this is so my shit or whatever it can be very hard to afterwards be like wow I've had 20 some years of like a lot of pain and shame and self-hatred for like kind of no reason yeah like I mean not no reason but it's definitely like it is a little bit like you've agreed to live in this system that yes. now we all agree fucking sucks. Yes. It yes. sucks. And that yeah. we're and that we're like trapped in because we all know it, but it's one of those things that you can't just agree to all change. Totally. It's just like a mindset. I will say one of my favorite things about the show is that it really, really authentically and t- like tonally just right gets those specific emotional situations across mm. like and those dialogues that you have with other people when you're talking about real shit. For example, like in the Waham episode, I said it to Sudi, I was like, I got to give kudos to all you guys because the conversation that you and John Cameron Mitchell have after you come back is, and you've come back from Waham and you're like, I think it was fucked up, but also women were enjoying it. Yeah. And it's it's very much like an observation on those sorts of things, which have a high price point, and you go, and there is community, but you are being taken advantage of if you choose to think of it that way. And I thought that that scene between you and him was so um, truthfully and authentically a scene of two people working it out. Like, you really, like, were yes. so good in that so scene. Nice. And you were so good scene. in that scene. It was such good writing. <laughs> and it moves the yeah. moves story forward, too, because it's like, oh, like these two characters haven't interacted in this way. Yeah. Right, exactly. And actually, like, you know, John's performance there, it's like, for the first time ever, he was like really, uh, the character was really engaging with her as like a pupil in a way. And yeah. almost like he was challenging her. And I thought that that was just like, 
wow, that really, really felt like we, the audience, were working it out too. Mm. Like it's so what you want from like art and like like a comedic examination of something because it's like you really presented the totality of that kind of experience which must be I should be enjoying this I'm not am I fucked up is this fucked up yeah are we both kind of like but I feel like that's like most of the human experience where like your whole I don't know this is like a oversimplification but like your whole high school experience you're like when I get to college I'm gonna be a different life and then you get to college and you're like I don't know anybody I'm scared or whatever you know it's like it's always that way where you kind of like think something is good but then you get in it and you're like I think this is bad or Mm. like you know it's just it's like too complicated and nothing is like black and white good or you know I just like I was so impressed by that particular scene because I, now that I'm in a writer's room, I know how hard it is with like a lot of people to write something that feels like a conversation that's really between two people. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so much like it's, there's so much more that goes into like writing TV and creating TV than you think. And to put something that's so felt so real, like, and so honest and really kind of like about what it was about on screen, I thought was like, mwah. Just oh, kiss. Oh my so God. Good. Yeah, loved. Loved. Wow. And you know something? I, it didn't dawn on me until like way after the fact that like this season, this most recent season, used like song covers as a plot device. Mm. And I was just like, I didn't realize until after. I, I mean, wow. this is obviously intentional, but I was like, oh wait, Peter singing God Only Knows. Thank God you brought it up. And wow. eight, and and Annie singing, it's all coming back to me. Yes. And, and Lolly singing, um, Fucking uh, shallow. Shallow. Lolly's whole performance this season. Lolly is unreal. Crazy. Unreal. Emily Fightmaster, incredible. Yeah. That wow, yeah. relationship, that oh. that arc, like you you love to see. You it. love to see it. Emily, a star. A star. Oh, and they're a very hot person, you know. Oh. And I think it's okay to say one yes. of the most gorgeous people in the world. One of the they most gorgeous people in the world. Too hot. <laughs> it's actually a crime. It's actually a crime, and Wait, I just, and I hate them. Sorry, now I hate them. Now we now we hate them. No, <laughs> yeah, and, but and but the song selection, all very queer songs. Wow. Can I can I reveal something? Yes. <gasps> I put my ass on tape, doing God only knows Peter Smith's role. Yes. Oh. And so basically, okay, so this is what happened. Wow, so Matt we, is this is BTS the hot inside. There right? is a tape. Which I, I did which one take of I that. Had, and you were very funny, Matt. You I, were so funny. Thank which you. was like kind of like not the I mean, point. Not well, the point. like Peter's very funny in the beginning, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it quickly it's turns. Real. Yeah. It's real. And so Peter is the star. The star. But because I knew Sudi was had written this like Handler part for me. Yes. We we actively <laughs> yeah. in the writer's room were like, this will be Matt. Like <laughs> this I'm like beautiful. <laughs> Truly, like bitchy, like so, king. I, you're king so, you're so good. At I, it was really fun. Do you remember, Matt? I also tried to pressure you to sing on the stage. <laughs> you were like, you should sing. You were like, looking, like, looking at the ground, kicking your feet, and you were like, sing a little. <laughs> Which <laughs> I was like, get up there and just like sing I something. I think I did a little bit. I think a little tiny bit you did. I'm I think sorry. I said to like, because the character has to like get everyone up out yes, of their seats. Yes. And I think one of the times I came out and I was like, get up, get up. And they were just like, what was that? <laughs> Natasha Leon was like, what did you do? <laughs> yes. And um, oh so that didn't make the cut. Oh no. Mm. Get up, get up. <laughs> That's actually a hit. <laughs> a hit. Get up, get up. Oh, you gotta get up. I don't know. We're oh. gonna workshop it. 
Um, oh and I, it's not going to be for us. It'll be for Dua. For Dua. Absolutely actually, almost 45 minutes into this. <laughs> that's actually going to be for Dua. That's going to be for Dua. I think it's time we ask. No, stop. Because what? I, I, I'm okay, still we, talking we talk about, about being on set. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay, I'm done. Oh. Anyway, watch Trill. Please. Please watch it. How are you feeling? Do me a favor. Please watch Shrill. Tell your friends. How are you feeling about season two? Like now that it's been out. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. It is really, it's a very different, because I don't know, being on SNL is like so great, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely like when people come up, they're like, hey, you're funny. Mm -hmm. Or like whatever. You know, it's just like a quick. (laughs) And I would imagine people are like, what you've done. It's just so much more intense. <laughs> yeah. It's so much, but it's also incredibly meaningful. Yes. And like, I really make an effort to like, I can't respond to everything yes. that comes in, but I like, I really read it all yeah. as much as I can. And yeah. it, it really, really like, you know, when I'm like fighting about the marketing of the show or yeah. all those things, there are times where I'm like, what the fuck is this for? And then I'm like, no, that's what it's for. Yes. I do it for the goddamn girls. Like, yeah, yeah. that is literally why I wanted to do this and why yes. I started and what I wanted as a child. So, like, yeah. to be doing that, it is a dream. Like, I, it's a yeah. total dream. I true. feel like the impact is outsize. It's, like, huge. Like, I, I feel like there is some, like, really, really, like, like visible, like real, tangible, cultural, like, like moving of the dial a little bit with this, like mm, all, God, truly all of it. That's true. But I, th- I tra- no, it's know. it's true. Like it's, watching it and hearing Sudi talk about it, maybe like that's like my, my little like unfair supplement that I have to all this is hearing Sudi like talk through the process and like talk through the show and what the room is like, and she has nothing but good things to say about it. And just like, oh, like this is a huge show that like she's opening my eyes to all this stuff that like mm. I never give a second thought to. Well, you know, I'll tell you one wild small experience that I've had, which has been like extremely like active fit, like Instagram, like yeah, yeah. food freaks kind of who are yes. like, I only eat seeds, yeah. but I've been yeah. tagged <laughs> in like multiple things from women like that yeah. who basically are like, I gotta say, I used to watch the show thinking like fat people were lazy and gross, and I now like have empathy and feel for them, and I understand that like they're human beings too. And I, that to me was like, holy fuck! Yeah, how do you, you know? take that one? Like, I know, but you know what? I guess I, it's positive. I'm grateful for yeah. it because to me, that's like what TV can do. Yeah, yes. you know, is like yes. make you see people who are unlike yes. yourself, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm interested or yeah. care about them or whatever. Yeah. And also, we all know it's like hard to get truly anything made. Anything. And the fact that like you've gotten something made that like does is meaningful to people and also is like so funny and great. Like, and it's gone on. It's just like, it's, I'm sure it should be something that every day when you drink your coffee, you think, wow. <laughs> when I. <laughs> When I th- talk about the cultural impact, I just mean that it's like good for the city of Portland. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's all it is. For I just, Tusk, we love Tusk. I, I was just, we stand I was, out. I was merely only talking about like it's great that people like it empowers them, but I was talking about the Portland community. Yeah, that I'm happy that that uh, people there get to get to work in the, the coffee people. Yeah. Coffee like when you're on your way to set, like I'm concerned that they're working. Yeah, exactly. and I want to be clear that I think what me having a TV show is more important than like, you know, pediatric surgeons yeah, yeah, yeah. or like I don't even know what they do. Kind of yes. I don't even know what a pediatric surgeon does. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. know what pediatrics is. Doug. Orthopedic pediatric. 
pediatric. Chiropractic. It's actually all the same It's all the to same. Me. Doug just raised his sign. He said, ad break or else. So we'll be right back with- Ad break or else? Or else. We'll, we'll, we'll get into this. He has this. a very big weapon. Very big weapon. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. 
and we're back. Okay, it's time to ask and the question. And now we have to ask the question. And I'm going to hand it off to you. Because here's the thing. We actually said on our new podcast, we're going to do after our first ad break, we're always going to ask the question. And then here's the thing. We were having too much fun and spun off. Oh. Which I actually had a feeling what happened on this episode. I knew, I knew it would. I didn't even have a feeling. Wow. So one of the things about this podcast is that we ask every guest the same question. Mm -hmm. And the only person we haven't asked is Margaret Cho because we got too scared. (laughs) But we are going to ask you because I feel very comfortable. Good. And I feel comfortable enough to ask the question that we've asked to everyone else, which is, what is the culture that made you, A.D. Bryant, say culture was for you? This was the defining pop culture that came in a moment where you were like, oh, me, I'm in that. I'd like to develop Mm -hmm. from, based Mm -hmm. on this point. You know, I've listened to the show you have? many oh. times. Oh, well, then you could have really saved me a lot of breath there. Yeah. <laughs> but so I definitely like, you know, there are things where I've, I feel some overlap with like other previous guests. Of course. You know, yeah. imagine they're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I was big into Greece. I was big into, you know, freaking Pee Wee Herman. Mm. But I was thinking about this this morning because I knew I was coming here. I think I know where yeah. you're You remember you, you were coming? Oh. John Waters? No. Oh, I do find. Okay. I feel like I found John Waters later, though. Okay, like it that's wasn't fine. the first. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. But John Waters is big. Okay. And then, I, then, then I guessed wrong. Um, I think Embracing what I have myself. to say is like local commercials <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona, where I grew up, it so often was like the wife of a man <sighs> who owned a furniture store yep. yes. who was like, and now I'm gonna sing on camera. Yes. And like that for me was, <laughs> I just like, even as a child, I knew like, this is crazy. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I love her. Like, like here's Cheryl Towson yeah. with the theme. Lights, camera, action, mattress. <laughs> no, okay, there was one. There was one. There was one woman whose name was Debbie Gaby, and she was like very southern. And she was like, "Hi, I'm Debbie Gaby." And then she would. There was a song with it. She worked at a place called Sleep America, and she was like, "Sleep America, where America goes to sleep," which is I absolute love nonsense. Sleep America, where America goes to sleep. Can I ask something annoying? Yeah, please. Is this the inspiration behind our waterbeds are the best? Absolutely, yes. Actually, that was based on a woman, a different Arizona commercial where um, this woman sort of sang like these like jazzy songs. And um, the song was like, Express flooring is the best. Call 1 800 Express. And, and she did a little head bob there. Wait, can you, can you sing one? Um, Make well, one up or from your childhood. Or yeah, from your childhood. Okay. It's, but National American University we all had, right? No. One day, one night, Saturdays, all right. Online's just fine. Nighttime, anytime. Get your degree. Set yourself free. National American University. Yes. Holy oh, fuck. Oh, fucking a bug. That's a single. It's a soaring melody. I love it. It's genius. Whoever wrote that. Oh. God bless. Okay. That was unbelievable. I've never heard that. I'm freaked. That was really good. National American University. And the, and the ads were, it was one person singing this, an amazing voice. Gender is unclear, but it <laughs> actually works perfectly because they cut to different people, generic people just lip syncing to it. 
just smile on their face, oh, just lip syncing yeah. to the to the to the track, and it's beautifully, beautifully done. Fuck. Okay. And then was it like personal injury, like lawyers too? And, and <laughs> oh stuff? my god! All we had of, we had one that was one eight hundred steamers. <laughs> Incredible! But there was another. It was like one. they would steam your clothes. Yes, and then there was there was a oh there steam w- your clothes. Steam your, not yeah. carpets. No, uh, I don't know. I gotta be carpet. Yeah, one eight hundred steamers <laughs> for clothes. They don't have that money. <laughs> okay, there was okay. also. I I have to say there was. I think. For me, what like I was grabbing onto was like there was an element of like sex, yeah, yes, and, and like performance, yeah, that I wasn't finding like in loose Arizona, yeah, you know, and <laughs> it was such like an element of like she's taking her moment and mm-hmm. getting on cam. I, I don't know, yeah, it, it no, affected there, me. It yes. is that is an energy, and also it's like there's something about like how many takes. There's something yeah. about what. Was she involved in the writing process of the jingle? There's Absolutely. something right. about what's that relationship. Yeah. Um, here's one that I really liked. <laughs> so this is from Sports Radio in the Morning. Okay. Okay. So this was this is the theme. Sports Radio 66 WFAN New York. You know that? Well, you've sang it. You've sang oh, it yeah. in the past. It's very. And good. it was That's it was a, it was a show about baseball and football and all those uh, things. Talk. And yeah. You don't have to go to Hollywood to get a Hollywood tan. To get a Hollywood tan. Oh my god. To get a That's beautiful. What a like beautiful little little lilts and grace notes. Eddie, what were you going to well, say? I was just going to say, like, I also feel like part of it was that there was like a little Western flavor, yeah. like a little Southwestern taste. Yes. You like country? That, you know, I'm not a huge country head. Mm-hmm. I like the older stuff, but as a child, my next door neighbor, he worked, I think, for some sort of country music station, and mm-hmm. he was a DJ. And so I was always like, "Yeah, I'm kind of in the industry." <laughs> you know? Well, because was part of this was because I have a feeling that I feel like we we all kind of attached to these commercials in a way. We're, we're for us for like us little like show people. We're yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, there's an entry point for like entertainment yes. that like is kind of accessible and attainable, mm-hmm. and and it's in my town. And it's yep. in my town. This was made in my town. Yes, right, right. which was like big to me. Yeah. There hashtag was, Arizona. Hash, hashtag Arizona. <laughs> yeah. But there was uh, one that was like for this casino that was kind of on the outside edge of town, and yeah. it was like a montage of like poker chips and like hot women in red dresses and I'm going to sing it for you now. Yeah, go. We love it. Wild horse pass on the east side. V Quiver on the west. Go to the river. Gila River Casino where the winners go. Gila River Casino where the winners go. That's actually... Really emotional. Sexy. I know. Where and it's the like, winners who go. Who fucking wrote it? Who wrote it? Honestly, that person. That I just had chills thinking about it. And like <laughs> you know, think of me like fat, twelve, rosacea, one tooth, absolutely sunburned, and just being like, I'm gonna go <laughs> to the river, <laughs> to the river, where the winners go. It, it's transportive. Wow. Yeah. Now. We're talking about this casino that's in Arizona. I, can I tell you something that I've noticed about Arizona? Please. A lot of state pride. <laughs> uh, 
or maybe I just watch The View every day. And she's, yeah, she's always like, Arizona girl. Yeah. Megan. Megan. Yeah. Um, and you went to high school with Megan. Yes. And, you know, she loves to say this. Yes. And um, <laughs> we did not know each other. We went to high school together. Well, she was a senior when I was a freshman. <laughs> and that's like a, a, a gap, a chasm that you can't really cross. I mean, like, yeah. no, no freshman talk to seniors. Well, also, like. Her dad had a computer lab named after him. You know? In the school? Yeah. I would imagine that Absolutely. every elementary school and every school there has a McCain printing I, lab. Yeah, I think it was like based on donations and stuff. Sure, I sure, sure, sure. I don't know. And especially now. There's something yeah. about, okay, not Colorado is literally hundreds and hundreds no, of miles away. No, but it's the same. It's the West. No, it's, it's the, the West. West. It's actually the same. There is this like arid culture. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean literally the farmland is arid. Yes. It's just like everyone's brains are bad. <laughs> you're, oh, you're absolutely a villain. You, no, you, can I'm I tell you something? Arid. What you're doing today, you're attacking culture. I'm not attacking culture. So you're culture. attacking arid culture and you're attacking Arizona and the whole West. Wow. And you've attacked the jowls of a young Hillary. I'm just saying, growing <laughs> up in Colorado, this is like truth. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for like, whatever, like just... Growing up around all the Mormons and the whatevers mm-hmm. and the and the ski people, but like, it was not meant for a little gay Asian boy like yes. me to like no. thrive in. I, right, I, I I agree with you completely that like I feel like a little bit like Utah, Arizona, Colorado, <laughs> New Mexico. It's like important to be normal. Yes, yeah. like it, mm. it's very like that is their culture. Is like everybody's kind of the same. Right, we all kind of dress the same. Yeah, it's important that we're having normal, nice lives, which you know I think is very comfortable. But if you're not feeling like you fit yes. into that normal, you're like, yeah. holy fuck, yes. I can't exist here a little yeah. bit. Right, if you and- have New York values. Well, this is the thing. Thank you. And fashion sense. Yeah. Yes. And a boot. You wear boots in New York? What? Wait. <laughs> and a cowboy boot. And a cowboy boot in the West. I, I, okay. No one's brains are bad in there. In there. Some it's, people, it's, no, it's, it's just not for people. they're burned by the sun. The brains are bad. Yeah, the brains Some are actually are bad. Because they don't wear sunscreen on their scalp. I'm just saying, like, it. it's a weird ass place. My thing about, I, I love Denver. But when we went, I, I told you, right? Brittany Colston. Yeah. You've attacked this girl before. I have not attacked her. She she <laughs> she name. literally saw me 10, 11 years after me and Pat Regan eating burritos at Legal Pete's before our show. Mm-hmm. Before I don't think so, honey. She comes up to me. She goes, Bowen, I haven't seen you in forever. I thought you were going to be a doctor. You were always so good at math. I'm no. like, get away from me, girl. And truly, but then she said the bleakest thing to me, which was, it's crazy that you went to New York because no one leaves here. And I was like, you <laughs> cannot do this. Damn. You need to like, you need to like uh, tell me how beautiful it is to yeah. live here. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Like I am like rooting for Denverites yeah, all the yeah, fucking yeah. way. I've never been to Denver. You got to go. Denver's, Denver's phenomenal now. That was one of our best shows. I don't think yeah. so many live in Denver. I'm just, guys, when I talk about Denver, when I talk about Colorado, I mean growing up there. Yes, yes a of course. Oh, please. That's yes. a, that, whenever I know make yes, reference great, great, to great. Long Island, I always talk about it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's how it's I interact. Yes, yes, yes. Because you have to understand something. I don't know when you guys realized this about yourself, but I remember when I realized I had New York values. <laughs> I actually what do. did you realize? I actually remember the moment I realized, oh my God, I think I have New York values. Yeah. When, when was what it? was it? Yeah, tell. don't leave us on the well, fucking 
edge. I'm edging over here. Yeah, I actually realized, remember the moment. Um, I was watching um, American Idol. Oh, okay. And Ryan Seacrest said, you're going to Hollywood. Mm. And I... Um, you thought, I want to go. I thought, <laughs> Hollywood. And I came in my pants. And that was also when I realized I was realized what that was. Because yeah. that had never happened before. No? Yeah. And that first time that first time is always like, what's happening? You know? And so then I was really uncomfortable. And I was kind of walking around in school and I was scared to talk to the health teacher. Yeah. So anyway <laughs> This is obscene. I didn't know what I was going with the New York values thing. No, it was good. It was good. It was it good. It was good. Uh, um, so you and Megan are probably the two most famous people from your hometown. No, I think Emma Stone. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. Right. Another totally. Arizona girl. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Do you guys bond about that? We've talked about it definitely. We which we did go to the same high school also. Yes, but did, but oh, so did you guys know each other? Even. Barely, barely. Oh. I mean, she was a freshman when I was a sophomore. Oh, so. but it's a smaller gap. Yeah, a smaller gap. A smaller gap, for um, sure. But no, I don't know. I definitely, I feel like at least with these commercial women, mm. yes. I was very like, I think those are all the characters that I play on SNL now. Yeah. Or like, you know, That's I don't know. You, you, are, you are very good at playing. And this is something that Sudi is very good at too. When we were doing sketch together, she was very good at playing like that girl you know or yes. that woman you yes. know. Yes. That you thought you were the only person who knew. Like my favorite is um <laughs> when you played the woman on the airport. On the airport oh, on the airplane. Oh my god. Yes, that's a yes. deep cut. Well, okay. I'm a fan. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you, let me tell you something. You don't just come in here and say I'm a fan of you. We're a fan of you. You're we're actually a fan of you. you actually are a guest that we wanted to get on the show for years and had scheduling <sighs> wow. conflicts. I know. But don't you feel like it almost happened so many times where it would be like yes. I'm a veil Thursday and you guys yeah. were like, We're only a veil Friday. So we're don't in make Spain this like that I'm some, some yeah. difficult starlet. Okay. Well oh. you actually you actually are the most famous person here, and that's an accusation. And that's an accusation, and that actually gives you power, and we're on the receiving end of a bad power dynamic. I, yeah. I I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I think that Bowen is more famous. That's we, what, I, not true! I, Fuck you! I, I, I mean that genuinely. I think... <laughs> and I genuinely reject. I reject okay, this. Okay. Well, we Bowen... 80. I, I guess because I feel like <laughs> that you've been getting the press... I mean, he was written about by Ms. Dow. No, and you want, can, can, do you want, can we talk about this, you think? Abs I think to some degree. To some degree we can. <laughs> I am excited to see what degree you guys choose. So <laughs> January 20-something. <laughs> Sorry, I'm it's screaming. A, it's a Saturday. Specific. It's a Saturday. The piece is going to come out. And I had a feeling the whole time I was like, I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to like this. And So you decided beforehand. Meanwhile, talking. But, but no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Talking to Maureen was great. We had such a nice time together. But I was like. There's gonna be something about this, no matter what, mm. no matter what is written, that I'm gonna that's gonna upset me. Mm -hmm. And then, sort of had that sort of, and I hadn't been sleeping well, and truly, like, I get the New York Times emails like every fucking morning at six a.m. Mm -hmm. um, and it pops up while I'm like tossing and turning in bed, and I'm literally sleep deprived. Had just come from a damn pre-tape. Yes. Um, that's as low as you can go. It's as low as you can go. Six in the morning on Saturday morning. Having just shot a short Having for SNL. Having just shot a short for crazy. SNL. It's crazy. As, as low as possible. As hard as you can. It sounds, it sounds horrible. It's horrible. Yes. I just My mean it's like out. true delirium. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm it's, kidding. It's absolutely you've been awake for like 48 hours. Yeah, you're yes. fucking tired as hell. Anyway, so then I read through the whole piece and I was like, uh, this is really fucking weird. Yeah. And then 
went to work the next day and then mm. just was feeling so out of it. And then I get the most blessed text in the world <laughs> from A.D. Bryant that uh. says, hey, I don't know if you're blocking the next thing, but um, if you're not, just like come swing by my my little house for a chat. And I was like, Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what I I knew that this was what I needed. Oh. Yeah. And then and I so you had to go through security because there's security. Went through security. Yeah, there's they security. keep us separate actually. <laughs> and so I gave him a pass. Yes. I got a little pass. Main cast actually is in the castle. Yes. And, the castle. and featured. Um, they still have to um be in the swamp. In the swamp. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We send down our scraps of our old spaghetti for them to eat in the swamp. <laughs> the scraps of spaghetti. The scraps of spaghetti for the swamp. <laughs> and then I go into her, and then we just had like. Truly, yeah, the most meaningful, best, most like balming conversation I've ever had at that place. Truly, God, Bowen, like you, like talked me through it in such a perfect way, and we, you, like really, like found every single little wrinkle contour that I, I hadn't even thought of yet to be like, and actually, what you're experiencing is maybe this, and I've experienced this version of it, and I was just like, whoa, yes, mm-hmm. crazy, and um, I don't know, it was just, it meant a lot, and whoa. I still think about that. I love you dearly, and I think it is, I mean, it's kind of like just what we were touching on of like, it's mm-hmm. those low as you can go, no, it's fucking not, like kind of where it's like, you feel yeah. incredibly honored to be like written about in yes. the New York Times. Yes, you but- feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I have worked so long and so hard to be at this place. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's a really bizarre experience to like open up your personhood, yeah. your family, your uh, sense of self to be like consumed by the public. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you have like any uh, sense of like grounded. <laughs> feelings it's like you're like i'm in outer space Mm -hmm. and there's no handbook and and even like a therapist can help you but they can't know what it's like and like it's just a really it is kind of one of those things where like i really end up turning to kate or i really end up turning to like people who are experiencing it with me at the same time because it's like it's just hard to describe and you you don't want to sound ungrateful but it is, mm. it's really dizzying and yes. like freaky. I mean, yeah. to be out of control of your narrative at all has to be a like crazy making experience. It's, like, especially for people who are like used to creating and yeah. used to expressing. Totally. You know what I mean? You're and, used to it being deliberate. Yes. And then, and, and also like, I mean, especially with you, you are very, I actually hadn't, hadn't thought about it like this until now, really. You are someone who is so detail oriented. Oh. And you're so like, um, you know, you li- like things the way that you like them. Like, you are very, um, like, I think that you like aspects of control. Mm. And so to hand it over, like, to someone who's writing a piece about you that's going to be probably reached by more people than you've been able to reach right now in terms of, hey, here's something about me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this person has a lot of power and a lot of control over that narrative. Yeah. And they do that. And so I can see reading it. And even though I think it was a, you know, uh, there was nothing about the piece to me that I objected to for you. Yeah. Yeah. I can see being in your head and being like, well, this isn't me. And I am allowed to have an opinion on it and a take on it because it has an opinion and a take on sure, me. Sure, sure, sure. So anyway, um, that's my little relationship. But I will, s- I will say I'm not surprised that that 
Well, not, it's not that I'm not surprised, just that it's like, of course she reached out. Because I feel like you are the kind of person, <gasps> and I could sense <gasps> this, like, even like watching you through the screen when I was just like a fan of yours, like when I was watching SNL, I was like, there's something where we, the audience, and that's why I'm not surprised that people have connected with Shrill, like, you do have that quality where it's like, when you're like joking and you're on SNL and you're doing these things, you really feel like you're doing it with us. And there's a connection mm -hmm. to that we have to you. And so the fact that you are so actually lovely is just like, well, I could have told you that. I feel like that that really comes through on screen. That's so nice. Well, God, it's true. It's very touching to me. But there was know. there was something. Remember when eighty got hired? Like and you and I were just watching because I was there. I was a part of the. Process. You were part of the I process, the decision making process. But 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 like just watching it because yeah. remember it, it just being a thing where you were like, oh, that's like that person. It's 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 what you describe when we play star or actress like a yeah. star, someone who pops oh, on the screen no. and you're like, please don't put no, me no, in no, that. No, 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 stop, hmm. stop. Hmm. This is this is. <laughs> Let but, me look at you. But Matt, <laughs> Matt and I, are, Matt, Matt brought this up the other day, and it's like the 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 encapsulated thing about star is that they show up on screen and you go, I get it. Yeah, I feel like, and with eighty, it was like day day motherfucking one. You're like, yeah, we're everyone. But curse me if I'm wrong. Like it, you had to work in the beginning oh. to get things yes, on. Yes, like, yes, I mean, I mean, obviously, yeah. like when you are you're so talented and that's apparent. But like I remember on that first season, like you had the sleep the the best friend sketch yeah, of Cecily, yeah. girlfriend talk show, and then like I remember you started to get more opportunities, and I really saw you like shining and like like. But I think that. For example, with you, Bowen, like first episode, they had you like doing a weekend feature. And I think with you, it was a little bit different oh, where it was like. Big time. Yeah. And like, I, you know, that is why like every new cast member has like such a totally different, different experience. Yeah. Because yeah. I would say it took me like two years to really be like getting stuff on mm -hmm, that I mm -hmm. had written. And part of it was just like, I was like, I don't know how to fucking do this. Yeah. I had never been yes. on camera, ever. Uh -huh. Really? Ever. No, I was like doing, you know, Second City shows and yeah. like improv shows in Chicago. Like had never even done like a commercial or anything. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so it was just like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it took me a little while. And you came from improv more, right? Did you just yeah, sketch well, at Second City? I mean, yes, Second City more... is sketch. It's, it's weird. I definitely did more improv. Like yeah. that was mm -hmm. where I started, but... It is like, yeah, I kind of did stuff at The Annoyance, which was like writing uh, or improvising to write, like mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. Um, and then Second City is like sketch. So right. yeah, I mean, I had written sketch, but it was just like, you know. On that level yeah, with that kind of no, parameters no, and like focus pressure and pressure. And it's cuckoo. It's yeah. cuckoo how you relearn everything. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I kind of like to say that I, that I kind of like, was broken down completely last season as a writer. And I've, I want to I want to retract what I said because it made it sound like it was easier for you immediately at the show and you did <laughs> yeah. have... Yeah, and, and, I, and it's that always is, hard. But it's yes, always yes, hard. But I know what you mean hard. where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. first week I feel like the really listeners might not... My, yeah. my, the listeners might be like, he just was an, an asshole. You had, no, a, no, no. You, had the, you had the kind of first year that everyone has where it's like you have to figure it out. Yes. It wasn't like all of a sudden you arrived and were like treated no. like a prince. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I've sobbed in Sudi's office. Yeah. Oh, the sobbing is key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's important. I mean, and I definitely like, <laughs> I remember there was a time where like I was, had just started on the show and like my piece like crushed at the table. And yeah. so I was like, it's definitely going to go. And then it didn't get picked. Yeah. And mm. I was like, that right. hurts. Yeah. 
And then I went home and Connor like still was in Chicago, like shutting down our apartment. So I was like Oof. home alone uh-huh. and I like reached to throw something away and I leaned forward and hit my head no! on, on like a wall basically in this apartment that I had just gotten because I like wasn't used to it. And I remember I slid down the wall and was like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just totally. You had a Rachel McAdams yes, moment. Yes, full blown. Rachel McAdams. And it was like. You know, you're fine, honey. You're, you're yeah, on a Saturday sure. Night Live. They're pay- paying you. But it was like, you know, you lose your sense hard. of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confusing and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The it's fact, hard. But the fact that it's Saturday Night Live makes it hard. It doesn't, it's not a comfort. It makes it harder. Because when you're a first year person at SNL, I would assume, it's kind of like, and it, I felt like this with the audition too. It's like they this is your moment to do it. And so if it's not going great, that's what's in your head. Like it's not, it's not, I'm on SNL. Don't worry. It'll be fine. It's I'm on SNL. Fuck. Yes. And it's funny that you say that. Cause like truly when I got hired, I never was like jumping up and down. Like, Oh my God, I got hired SNL. Like I right away was like, Oh fuck. I'm terrified. And like, this is going to be hard and I'm scared. Yeah. And I, I never really had like a celebratory moment, maybe until like Shrill came out. Cause I was just like, I'm, I'm like, wow. That's an interesting (laughs) thing though. No, (laughs) no, no, it's not truthful. Cause I, I, I also didn't really have any moment like that either. I was just like, Oh fuck. Like this, this has to happen. There's there's an opportunity window that I I have to like. Yeah. Of both of you guys. Like, do you think that, how you felt about how your audition went played into how you felt when you got cast. Like, did you leave your test thinking I crushed? Mm, I don't know that I thought I crushed, but I definitely, I remember like when I was auditioning, I had gotten, I kind of had met Jason Sudeikis before mm-hmm. and, and he had kind of messaged me and been like, you should do this political impression. Cause she's going to host a debate. Oh. And he had kind of like given oh, me candy. like an insider. Yeah. yeah. He had told me like, you should get candy down. Cause yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. put that in your audition. And I remember just like kind of being like, maybe I should listen to Jason. You know, he's giving me this like insider tip, but at wow. the same time I was like, that's not me, you know, like yeah. I'm not like a, impression person and mm-hmm. this is my one chance to audition for SNL and I really just want to do like my shit yeah. so yes. that if they hire me I am like hired for my shit yes. and not because I was trying to be something that, that I thought they might like and that is a big question you and, have to ask of yourself and so I really only did like dumb characters I did almost no impressions yeah. <laughs> I wrote stuff that I thought was funny that like I liked you know and um leaving that was my guiding light like when Truly. I got hired Ooh, was I that I was like that. all I did was stuff that I like to write mm. that's what they hired me for like I that I can do mm. you know what I mean yes. a- instead of feeling like okay I'm I the girl who does impressions or, yeah no yeah yeah like I was just like okay I can hold on to like the stuff that I like mm. to do great, I don't know great. it's it's because it's, I guess it must have been comforting like they liked that yeah. so they'll like my work totally like yeah, I you won't have like to a, continue to pretend yeah Got I, it. I couldn't I don't know right. so so I didn't leave being like I crushed but I left at least being like I did my fucking thing and either they like it or they don't yeah. like you know that's me you that, know how did you feel well, I just want to first off say that that like takes so much like conviction of self to like stick to though. Yeah. Like, well, that's, I mean, like, and you were what, I, like you I, were a damn zygo. Like, you were like twenty nine. No, twenty nine. I was going to say I was, right? no, was going to say I was going to say like nineteen and then twenty five. Twenty five. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like so young. young. As fuck to yeah. be so young. That, I don't think I could have done it. No, had I had it been if that would have been three four years earlier. There's no way I wasn't ready. Um, I I 
literally I was going to say 21 and then my brain shifted to 19 and I said 29. I'm, I had to explain myself. Yeah. Okay. Because you. you're um, 89. That's right. <laughs> you're an 89 I'm year old sick. woman. You're yeah. sick. I'm sick and not doing well. You're sick, but you look young. Thank you. So that's yeah. the sickness. Congratulations on that. That's yeah. the sickness. I felt like I, by the end, I kind of let the whole like, the whole like mold of like what they wanted to see of me yeah, like, yeah, kind, yeah. Of, kind of pervaded, which, 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 which felt weird. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's like smarts to that too. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, know? it can like, go either way. Just, yeah. it's just, you have to just commit to it. Sure. I remember the first time it, for me, it was like, I did my own thing and felt great about yeah. it. Yeah. And then the second time I felt like I played the game too hard and felt like, ugh about it. Mm. And it's so it's, but, but either way, I think that people that go in with a plan and are strategic, they can be successful, but sure. also people that like go in there and say, this is what I do. God damn. Yeah. Like those people are rad. It's just a choice to do that. Because and I think a lot of times it don't dang work out. Yeah. You know? Don't dang. It don't actually it don't, don't dang. dang. It don't dang. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do have to really quickly say that I cribbed from 80 Bryant syntax up top when I said, yes, I damn do. That's, that's an atheism. Uh, and she I owns it. Do. Wow. To put damn before a verb. Ah. Uh. That's 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 what it is. Oh my god! And I, I wait. Uh, can I give a can I give a, a a my mother damn bird update? Yes. She was texting me from the beach the other day. Oh. She's now in Florida. Oh. My parents go down there. They're snowbirds now, mm. and they have a condo. And she was on the beach with my aunt and my cousin, who recently went through a breakup. So oh. they were at the okay. beach. They're Christina. A, yes. Wow. You are literally sister life. That's a good friend. <laughs> Literally sister life. Literally sister life. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag actually. Literally sister life, hashtag after those words, actually. And my mom famously said, damn bird, the last time she texted me from a beach because a damn bird came over and took the sandwich. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we remember this. We, we so this. she... And we, she knows that she's become popular on the podcast for damn bird. Yes. And so now, and people will be in my in my DMs every time I post a picture of Katrina, and they'll say damn bird, and they know to stylize it with two M's, which is the way that she spells yes. damn. So she says to me, she texts me, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What?" She goes, "Literally, damn bird, a bird pooped on me." <gasps> she can't go to the damn beach, the woman. Damn, damn bird, bird two. two. Damn bird two. <laughs> return colon. of the bird. Damn bird two, colon, return of the bird. Damn bird. Damn bird. These damn birds actually won't stop, damn uh, bird. I am, I am huge. I stand seagulls. They're fucking you stand wild. Seagulls? Wild. They're wild. Lawless. Because they don't think about anything but themselves. No, when Connor and I worked on a cruise ship, sometimes <laughs> You did improv on a cruise ship? Yes. Yes. Proudly. Honey. Proudly. But there used to be these seagulls that would come and basically like target children. Yep. The because killers. they knew they were weak. Yeah. And absolutely go hard to get their fries like on the back of this <laughs> no. boat. And I would say our hearts were so sad for being at sea for four months and doing bad improv that our only joy became watching like the seagulls eat the children's fries. <laughs> these birds actually They're don't strong. They're, They're strong. These birds actually it's actually real culture. These birds, birds are, are strong. strong. It's actually real culture number one hundred and three. These, these birds, birds are strong. strong. And we're talking I, was, I needed a rule of culture. We haven't done that getting, many. Yeah. I'm sorry. You. you have to understand that we're we're just now getting back into the flow yeah. of yes. hosting. Of course. And we feel 
very, how do you like our setup? I love this. Also, like, I hope you think we're doing a good job and I hope the listeners like this. I, think that, I, I think that everyone I think is thinking this episode is actually going to win an Oscar. This is an all-timer. Yeah, this, yeah. this is, is an nice. all-time good one. Did you okay, hear they're good. doing a podcast, like, big major award show? Okay. A pod. Uh, that's it should be illegal. Yeah. And I've it's been a golden saying mic. maybe yes. for some time that there should be no Oscars, no Golden Globes, no, no Emmys. There should be one. There should be yeah. one. There should be yeah, one, yeah. and they do TV and movies at the same time, and they yeah. take all the money, yeah. and they give it to the people. It, it's getting yeah. dark. There's too many. The Critics' Choice and yeah. the, the Nickelodeon Awards. awards whatever, the, you know what I mean? Well, really, what we need to get rid of is the Nickelodeon Awards, because they're the most <laughs> toxic. They're the most toxic. It's actually, it's actually Rules of Culture number 36. The most the toxic, toxic are the Nickelodeon like Awards. <laughs> it's getting to be inhumane to like wild. make these people buy a new outfit no. for a new thing every week they're, for about three months. They're wasting our time. Yes! Yeah. And and I'm not saying like us as people who attend. I'm saying like people who watch. Yes! yes. Like it, it's, it, this is rude it's and it's like, stupid. Uh, first of all, I love some of these people that get, get awards so much. Like I love Laura Dern. You making me watch 15 different Laura Dern award speeches doesn't make me like Laura Dern exactly. more. It, makes, it honestly takes this person that I guess you, the industry are trying to be like, you like her. So pay, like give us your money. Like watch her on programs. It's like, no, by oversaturating these people, you drive us nuts. It's bad. You drive us cuckoo crazy. And this might be like a weird afterthought, but like, to make a damn, to make a damn team of caterers work an after party, five different after parties it's, in Los Angeles alone every week from like December to March. It's like, excuse me. It's just so. It's it a puts lot. such a strain on it just for this like weird little industry that doesn't oh. really matter in the end. And I also, I'm sorry, and I and I will take this to the streets. Come on, they've got to stop sending us screeners. They have yeah, to send they links. Have to. It has to it, be links. It actually needs to happen. Like, I don't know what the rules are, but like, they have to do this. It's crazy. Okay, the pale of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel stuff. They need to fucking check themselves. <laughs> Honestly, that might be my, I don't think so. Come on. Honestly. How fucking how dare fuck, they wait, dare send you? me a suitcase of DVDs <laughs> like, truly in guys- order to get me to vote for them. And I will say this to Maisel's face. Yeah. I'll say this to anyone. Yes. This is insane yeah. what they're doing. Well, literally, literally like. Our planet is dying. dying. So for everyone that doesn't know, who, everyone listening who doesn't get WGA screeners, like. The WGA like does the awards, and so Amazon, being Amazon, sent a. I guess it was like a little makeup box, truly, li- but like a fifteen-pound box of discs. Yeah, and it had little extra stuff like a postcard from wherever Maisel had been, and then little coasters which were cheap, and then you could actually use it as like a makeup box or like a little lunch box, I guess. But it had to be every single one had to be what thirty bucks. Yeah. Assembled by like a child and shit, and like, and it, of course, fucking Amazon is. Yeah, and, and it's like there's no hubris, and they also sent out a huge modern love box. No, did you get that one? No, I don't. Even it was know like what that a tra- It was like literally like a pirate's chest arrived at the Greta Teitelman house, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this because I'm not watching modern love. It's so much waste. It's so much it's waste. It's so bad. I mean, because Connor and I are both in yeah. multiple oh, unions, I can't imagine. No. we're doing double time. And and we've now, I guess there's a way to opt out, and I think we've possibly figured it out. But it's like the fact that these are fucking going to people's like weird business managers' offices and then just going right into the trash. Yeah, it's bad. It makes me feel 
fucking crazy. Yes. This industry is garbage. It's actually, garbage. It's actually most of the Texas-sized plastic island is Maisel lunchboxes. Absolute. Yes. <laughs> How fucking dare you send me a suitcase? But you I, know what this is? Yeah. It's for the elderly people I know. who are in who are in the who are in the unions. Oh my god! Because they want to stick to DVD players and they don't know how to stream shit. That is literally. Nuts. I don't know. Anyway, That's like Whoopi Goldberg on the view yelling. This is like Whoopi Goldberg on the view yelling at AOC because she doesn't respect her elders. It's like that's because we all need to have a conversation, <laughs> sweetie. That's Did actually that yes. I, guess I'm out on the view I don't right know. Now. We all are. The only Wait, but you know, on the view when eighty was when eighty was on the view, I texted her. It I was, was like, yeah, tell me everything. It was. It was. Also, I think I told you this that they were like, you have to come back and guest host, and I was like, I will never. I do absolutely that. would. There's nothing that makes me more panicked. Then hearing them all do their political takes and then them turning to me. Oh. And me being like, oh! <laughs> I think I would do that. It's also. It, it, and Megan McCain would be like, same. Because I'm gay. You have to do it. I, I, I think that one day in my life I will be on the you view. Will. You yes, will. you will. Even if I have to be in a damn chicken costume. To <laughs> them. <laughs> Sometimes they do do that. Yeah, they they do be doing. Oh it's called God. Chicken of the Week. <laughs> Is that real? The chicken comes out and does a dance. Um, Is this real? With joy. <laughs> No, I, anything is possible. Honestly, I would believe yes. anything you said about the View or the Kelly Clarkson show because I just assume that you Kelly know. Clarkson show is seconds away from having a chicken of the week. Like we found this chicken actually in Arizona, and this is an amazing chicken. And I, we they tweeted us so here's the video, and it would be just a video of a chicken. Like, and she'd be like, "I'm crying. That was so funny. Oh my god, I'm actually crying." And anyway, when we come back, it's gonna be Reba. And after the break, Reba would come out. And she would say, I love that chicken. That was funny. She goes, I thought it was funny too. I could literally do a whole 60-minute Kelly Clarkson show. Maybe I should do that as a live show. (laughs) Come out as Kelly and just have guests. Reba rocks. Reba Reba rocks. Actually, it's rule of culture number 49. (laughs) Reba Reba rocks. (laughs) Thank you for joining. We always encourage. Always encourage guests to join. We love when guests join, actually. Yes. I think Doug's giving me a look. No, we. Well, we Doug have can to keep stop. looking. This is crazy. You actually can keep looking. <sighs> I don't want this to end. Hans, I don't like the look. I don't like the look. We have. To, <laughs> this is getting crazy. It's getting no, crazy. well, I, so this actually, it's actually okay. It's okay, everyone. We're actually gonna do. We're gonna do. I don't think so, honey. Now, <laughs> now you tell them what I don't think so, honey. Okay. Is. Every week we take one moment to rail against <laughs> one moment. Well, no. We take one moment. No, no, she's not a fan. She thinks it's only a moment long. Fuck this! Oh my god, I'm actually mad and crying. Oh my god. We take one moment <laughs> to rail against something in yes. culture that is pissing us off. Yes, queen. queen. Absolute queen. Absolute queen. One moment. One moment. Okay. All right, so listen. Should I go first? I think you should go first. I have a couple things, but I think I'm going to do the one of the things. You're going to do one of the Something things. that made sense to say. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Churros. Oh, Sorry, uh, girl. Churros. God. Guess what? You smell better than you taste, oh. motherfucker. How come churros, when I taste you, I'm always mad? Because <laughs> when I smelled it, it has that overwhelming anti-and smell where you can't walk <laughs> past it and not buy it, and then I eat it, and I'm a disappointed. I don't think so, honey. Mm. Also, when you're hard, you're too hard. When you're soft, you're actually too soft. There's oh. never been a time in the written 
word seconds. or the actual history where a churro has been the right consistency. Yes. And if there has been a time, no one's writing about it, honey, and you don't see it on the news because you are what? Not actually good. Churros, today I watched Sudi Green buy one of you at Universal Studios Hollywood, and you were five ninety five, oh. and you might as well be damn paper. Five I don't think so, honey. Second. The price of you and the price of a churro I'm willing to pay zero dollars, honey, because I don't think so. Honey. And that's one. <gasps> that's one of your best. Oh my god. I just disagree. Sorry. Well, that's actually like, fine. And I, I only I love go to Disneyland to eat churros. Well, you haven't had a turkey like that, sweetie. <laughs> Fuck. 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 Actually, if you want to really throw down, we actually could. About best snacks at Disney. No, I I mean, I don't want to do that. <laughs> She doesn't. Don't. I don't want to You're engage not to with you on on Disney or any theme park kind of stuff. You're not. You're not trying to to like spar. I do want to spar. She wants to spar on you snacks. Know, you know. Here's the thing. Have you been to Disney World? World? No. Land. I'm land. She's a land. I'm because I'm Arizona. I'm land. I, I'm land. You can make the drive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's lots of great stuff. Lots anyway, of great stuff. think about it. <laughs> Now, I got to say, Matt is kind of moving away from the world camp. He's not oh. as big of a fan of world as he used well, to be. Well, Bowen and I recently went to Disneyland, and it's just, it's so much easier because it's you don't have to take a damn plane to yes. get from Epcot to Magic Kingdom. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I also think there's some of the, like, 60s charm yep. that's still there. Yes. Antiqueness. isn't quite, I don't know, I've never been to the land, but that's what I like about Disneyland yeah. is yeah, the yeah, 60s the charm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah, it's it's the, it's the... Um, wow, this is so um, small quaintness of the of the like castle. It's yes. like this massive thing where you're like, okay, capitalism. Yeah. Right. When I go to Disney World, shit. oh yeah, <laughs> the way you just that was slid that in. <laughs> Contempt. California Adventure can, can eat shit. shit, and you kind of like missed the mic, and were like, you were scared to commit to it. No, she you committed no, to I was it because you're actually because you're actually what. trying to spar. Is the thing you actually came to spar tonight. She's sparring. And um, actually I actually really enjoy California Adventure. And you know who else enjoyed it? Bowen. I enjoyed oh. it very much. Incredicoaster. Okay. Loved. Popped off. Popped off. All right. So actually this is Bowen okay. Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. And the thing about his time is it starts now. I Don't Think So Honey. Magician. Oh, <laughs> don't you ever pull shit behind, from behind my ear without asking me for permission. Yeah. I'm not going to equate it to like a thing that requires consent. But this is a thing where they... Everyone comes up to you. These magicians come up to you, have no regard for your boundaries, darling. Mm -hmm. And they start to like wave their little hands and fingers on mm. next to your hip or something and then knives come out. It's 30. So stupid and the TikTok magicians are the worst. Oh, oh. And go the off. TikTok magicians who will take a glass of water they and cut this. into it and it's revealed to be a cake. I I, I cannot 15 seconds. It's, it's it's crazy and it feels like yeah. it feels like a form of gaslighting because it's like you're you, no you're you're distorting my sense of reality here by like really Here we go 5 seconds. fucking up my brain and this is this is what you do it's it's you barter in deceit. That's one minute. You peddle in deceit. It's actually real culture number 96. Six. Magicians, Magicians barter in deceit. And it's they knowingly do it. They knowingly That's do it. That's what's really fucked up. Is it's, for it's, cash. It's, for cash. They do it for money. It's pre mag Magic is premeditated <laughs> lies and deceit for, for money. money. 
And it's actually Rilla Culture number 102. Magic, Magic is, is premeditated lies and deceit for money. Cash. And it's important cash money. They actually can't, they, you know, it's, it's, they're fucked up because they take cash. They take cash. So they don't get taxed. They're an incredibly disgusting people. <laughs> Magicians. Magicians. And you know who their king is? Is that Neil Patrick. Harris. Don't, really? bitch. He's the king of magic. He yes. loves Why? magic. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. One of the one of the celebrities we've dragged the hardest on this podcast is Neil Patrick Harris. Well, I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, we dragged him. I, I don't think we have. We dragged him because he one time tweeted uh, during the Tony Awards at Rachel Bloom, who is this girl they have hosting backstage? She's not fun. Like, something like he that. Being, and they were like, that rude. is the Golden Globe winner, Rachel Bloom. Yeah. That's nasty. Don't do that. It was nasty. You can't do that. Can't do and that. here's the thing. Um, one one person who I don't think is a magician, and so we do trust her, is Aidy. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Okay. And it's time. Let me, let me think here for okay. a moment. Because I feel like I have zones, and I'm I'm, I'm scared. Take, a, t- take a damn okay, time. Okay, I'm just going to like see what happens. Just know okay. this is not premeditated. Let it flow, honey. Okay. I'm I just, just, just going to talk loudly, and we'll yeah, see what happens. That's okay. what it is. That's okay, all it is. Sometimes I find myself on stage in front of a crowd, and I'm like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> and it's an think so honey, and often they're cuckoo. All right, so this... Is A.D. Bryant's I Don't Think So Honey on this episode of Last Culture This called Beep, fill in later. <laughs> and our time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey Diarrhea. Yes! You've got your Dragon. fucking, you've got your hands around my throat and oh. you're killing me. Oh, I need you to stop. <laughs> yeah, I stop cannot it. figure out what is causing you. Is it cheese? Is it like pepper? I'm so scared and I don't know what to do. And I've been to the doctors oh. and they cannot help. And it's not all the time, but when you come, you come in hot and mad and I'm so tired what I wouldn't give to have a nice solid cock like shit 30 but seconds. instead what I get is a bag of loose sand covered in eels and slime <laughs> why why god have you done this to me I am why, scared why, I am scared you are a bad element of my life and I need you to get out 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 damn spot I am Absolutely tired. Five. <laughs> and so I guess I don't think so, honey. Diarrhea. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's one, one minute. minute. <gasps> what I wouldn't give for a cock-like shit. <laughs> let, there's a, let, let, let's just break down what happened there. Uh, well, I have a lot of questions. First of all, we had a Shakespeare reference. Uh. <laughs> and then we had... And Medio Red. Is it cheese? Is it pepper? Is it cheese? Is it pepper? pepper. The, one of, it's like, that's always <laughs> what it could come down to. Is it cheese? Most pepper. commonly, cheese or pepper. Right. I thought that was a mass. I have, I I have to ask you a question because there was. And I want to be clear. I'm not having diarrhea every day. Well, you want to be solid. I want, and I am most of the time, but when it comes, it comes like a fucking gun to the head. Yes. Can I ask you a question? I I need to ask you a question. Yeah. I was experiencing poop like this that one would call diarrhea. Yeah. And I'll tell you why it was. I had been overdiagnosed with antibiotics earlier oh. in the year. Have oh. you been in a, an antibiotics no, recently? I've been on not a pill. Yeah. 
It, it's it. I don't know what it is, you, and, and I do think it's probably just like dairy. Yeah. But sorry, bitch. Yeah. I'm not about to stop. Yeah, it's actually one of the hardest things to give up is cheese. Honey, is it stress? Because for me, sometimes yes. it just comes down sometimes to stress. Sometimes it is stress. I I do recall that as I was di- auditioning for SNL, it was actually <gasps> liquid hell. Oh no! And then you have to be thinking about that. Yeah, and then I was like, also like, I was like, I can only eat like nuts and bananas because anything is going to trigger this b hole. Oh Damn. shit! Yeah, but but then like I don't know, it goes away. Hmm. But then it just comes back before you've even settled into the normal solid shits. I can't draw the boundaries between on, on the dates anymore for when I poop solid or when mm. I poop liquid. Wow, that's it, too much. It's too much. I got to see someone too. The doctors can't help me. Well, that this is the thing is that it's not it's I don't want people to feel scared for me and the last thing I want is fucking strangers messaging me being like yeah. I can actually cure you. No, 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 no. no. Um, don't do that. Well, that's I'm fine. But unfortunately it's more you, just like, you you, you while explicitly not asking for that, yeah, I have. Unfortunately, and, you've opened the floodgates. I, I would also say that's maybe the worst part of sometimes having to get your hair and makeup done is mm. they often are like, you know, you have rosacea and that means you have a lizard disease and you need to get a shot every day in your eye. And I can actually help you if you'll follow me on Instagram and tag me. And I'm always like, holy hell. Have you heard I- of the rock diet? Oh. Well, I eat rocks. It rocks. <laughs> you have to get a shot every day in your eye. You actually have to get a shot every day in your eye that only I can administer. And it's a really big eye size needle. It looks like a hammer, but it's a needle, and I have to come over and use it but on you. But that's what it takes to be in the industry. That's what yeah. it takes to be in the industry. Here's the thing. If anyone ever told me they would, they were a producer, I would let them spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I laughed so hard my headphones fell off. It, all you have to do is tell me that you're a, a producer, and I won't ask if it's film, television, music. I'll be like, do you want to come spit, spit on me back in my apartment? Yeah, honestly, you could come and post-spit, you could be putting your clothes back on, because I assume you want to get naked before you spit on me. You could tell me after, why, by the way, what all I produce is shit, and then get out, and I'd be like, hot, honestly. Oh. God. Is this a bad episode? I'm scared. No. Are you kidding? Why do you? Why would why you say you that to me? Bad? I guess because I just love the show, and so when I listen, I'm like so happy. And of course, inserting myself into it is bad. No, <laughs> that See, fucking sucks. I, and that that's actually, wrong. it actually sucks. And actually, you actually insulted us. <laughs> you insulted us. How and dare yourself. you ask if this was bad? We've no, all... it was good. Please tag me if you think it was good. <laughs> it would mean a lot to me. I need validation. She needs validation. I, can I say something though? Answer. Yes. Okay. Then I'll say something. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like my energy towards you coming on the podcast was like, well, this will be one of like, like I would assume that you, by the time this podcast wraps in like, let's say 2040, will have like a, a one of those Letterman's jacket they <gasps> give to Drew Barrymore and everyone else that's hosted five times. See, now I think of myself potentially as like your Amy Sedaris, David Letterman situation. Oh, like right. Where I like come by and I'm like, I'm not promoting anything yeah. right now. So season two has long since been out. Right, right, But I'm right. here to have fun with my guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's- that's how I feel. I was thinking about you as an Amy Sedaris. It's Amy on Letterman, and sorry to bring work into this. I feel like you on Seth. No, oh! it's you on Seth, and it's a high compliment. It's just hear me out. Okay, it's bitch. Tom Hanks on SNL. Wow. It's like a, someone that you're just like, yes, yes, it'll be good. Just come, just come, just okay. come. I guess what we're saying is that you can come back any damn any time. damn time. Well, you really have been rushing me off, especially Doug out there. Doug well, out Doug there. actually, the thing is, like, <laughs> he thought he was the only one with a weapon, and I have a very large weapon. We're maxing out the okay, clock at have. 99 minutes. <laughs> this is 
saying. Yeah, but it's not like this isn't a normal ep- I, know, I know, I know, I know. I know, but I've been getting multiple texts from Connor being like, where are you? We're well, supposed tell to Connor go to that, dinner. Tell We're Connor to that. Dinner? Yeah. We gotta get, okay, we gotta get her out. Tell Connor that relationships are not everything. Stop, 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 I stop, do stop. every day. <laughs> okay, this is uh, this was an episode with Eddie Bryant. Please watch Shrill. Watch SNL. Fucking please. Please. Fuck. It sounded like you were begging. No. Please. <laughs> God. No, watch Shrill because... It's a great fucking show, and it's made with love, and I'm on it. Like, what? What do you what want? What do you want? What do you want? Oh, and Vanessa also, Bayer's is on it. Also watch so Real because, and this is gross and whatever, but, um, you know, my Wikipedia says that I was on Shrill, and I'm like, nope, no. you're, you're thinking a joke, and busta, bitch, take it oh, off. Oh, wow. And it's still, it's still up there. So, honey, Let's make that. a documentary. This is unreal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What There's... you don't know is that this this is the beginning of a documentary. It is. It's called <laughs> Miss Americanos. Yeah. <laughs> It's you did you guys talk about this? Yes, talk we did. We God. did. She has to go to dinner. She has dinner at Asteria Labuca. <laughs> Asteria Labuca. Asteria Labuca. Now yeah, you know that, where that's I go. Where I'm going now. Yeah. Good. Um, All right. So here's actually one other thing about the podcast yeah. is we it always ends with a song. Oh, 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 oh. One day, one night, Saturdays, all right. Online's just fine. Nighttime, anytime. Get your degree. Set yourself free. National American University. That was like a remix. Mashup. Yeah. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.